With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Gamer Heroes Podcast. Uh, with GGKC. This is episode 63. Um, you, today you've got John, Mike, and Thomas with you. Hello. I wanted to give a quick shout out to our uh, intro music maker. Um, that is a song from the album Fast Fall by Life Formed. Uh, the artist is Terrence Lee, uh, who very graciously gave us permission to use his music as uh, part of this uh, podcast. Uh, go check it out. It's on Spotify. You can get it on Bandcamp, all over the internet. Uh, excellent soundtrack. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. <laughs> I don't know if it's on SoundCloud. Uh, so, how are you guys doing today? I'm good. Pretty good. Been working a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I got back from my uh, my little uh, work trip to Nashville. So, sorry I missed everyone last week. Um, you guys were talking about... How many loot boxes I had in Overwatch? <laughs> oh yeah, I did, you were, Are you going to fact check us? Yeah, I'm going to fact check <laughs> you real hard. Um, you were all way low. <laughs> oh, I'm up to 82 loot boxes. Holy shit! I was. I, it, it's just a. It's a moving goalpost kind of thing. I uh, I was originally going to go until I got 50 loot boxes. Then I was like, no, nah, I'll just go to level 50. And then when I got level 50, I was like 70-some loot boxes. And I'm like, well, I'll go to 100 more. loot boxes. <laughs> I can do better. Yeah. And at some point, it's just going to be a thing where I'm like, I can never open one. Yeah. Ever. I need more loot boxes. Yeah. I mean, if you open one, now you have to open all of them. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I just don't think I can open them ever. Play, I, play till you hit, like, diamond and you don't have a single non-classic skin. Well, if I'm playing till I hit diamond, then I'm definitely never opening loot boxes. <laughs> that will never happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I redid my competitive matches, and I am now way lower than I used to be because I just don't play enough. Yeah, I tried to do some placements, I think, yesterday. Man, I should not have been playing. <laughs> I, I think I'm like, I've lost like six in a row, and I've won one. So that's uh, that's great. Yeah. That's, really looking forward to that climb. That's about how, how I was. I'm in like 1900 SR. Ooh. Pretty brutal. I was at twenty four hundred like last season, so I don't know. I'm really bad about playing competitive because I'll uh, I'll kind of like hover over competitive and then nope, quick play <laughs> every single time. Yeah, quick play is way to go. Right now, my normal crew uh, has mostly fallen off of serious play, and we were talking about it this weekend. One of my good buddies just got married this weekend, and uh, he we don't all play together as much. But now his now wife, uh, she's been playing mayhem mode where. It's just insane. Oh, yeah. You get ability refresh like six times faster or something. I mean, everybody just has all their abilities all the time. Um, so crazy. she's been having fun uh, just messing around in there because it, it May basically no. Everywhere. Mayhem May is fun. I like to play. Is it spelled mayhem, M-E-I-H-E-M? <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't made a game mode right? like that. I like to play uh, D.Va and um, 
Moira. Moira's the one with the, the. Yeah, that's who she's been playing. Yep. Yeah, it's like just, just constant shield. Death ball after death three, ball yep. after death ball. Oh my gosh. Yep. <laughs> it is super fun. Yeah, so so that stuff's fun. Uh, I've been enjoying quick play more because it's just so much more relaxed. And yes. I can just mess around. The group system has been amazing. Yeah, and I can actually listen to music and stuff while I play because it doesn't matter if yeah. you're in voice chat or anything. Yeah. Well, it doesn't really matter if you win or lose. It's not consequential. Yeah. If you're trying a new, new character or something, mm-hmm. someone you're not very good at. Ah, well, um, so yeah, I've been playing some Overwatch. I've been playing a bunch of different stuff, actually. Uh, What have you guys been playing? I haven't really been playing as much as I've been putting together and painting um, Kingdom Death Monster models. Kingdom uh, Death Monster. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, it sounds like you just made that up. Yeah, it's the it's the slotchkeys of uh, tabletop games, like Funny Name Series Sandwich. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope that everybody on the podcast knows what slotchkeys are. <laughs> I think I do now. Yeah, delicious sandwiches. Thomas, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been play- mostly been playing Fallout. Uh, but this past week has been pretty heckin' crazy. Yeah. Uh, so what I did do is I went over to that same friend's place on a Sunday. And I watched him play probably 30 minutes of uh, the new Spider-Man game, Marvel Spider-Man. And uh, then I, I played about 30 minutes of it myself. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. Um, that game is really good. I've said it a million times, but I don't really like buying full AAA games when they come out. But boy, that game is great. It just well, feels really good. I was bad at it because I didn't know how to do anything right. <laughs> it did exactly what I told it to, though. So it felt, you know, like the swinging around the city felt great. I just kept swinging and swinging and swinging. And he's like, okay, no, go do something. Get, you know, beat up some bad guys. I'm like, but this is great. <laughs> I, I've seen some video. I, the whole world, it seems like, is crazy about this game right now. Um, and I've seen just as many um, great things people say about the game as I've seen memes about people trashing Xbox owners for not being able to play it. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. Yeah, every time there's a big so, console uh, thank exclusive. You, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I feel like all all that I've seen in that game. I mean, it's spread all over the internet. So this is not a new joke, but it's just like just selfie pictures. That's all that it is. It's like a yeah. it's like a it is, yeah. selfie sim. Dude, that game is beautiful. Just the the size of the open world and uh, just how like high res everything is. Like, that place is gorgeous. And then so you fly around, you see like Oscorp over there, and you see the Avengers Tower over there. And Central Park's down here. Uh, it's awesome. Um, man, it feels like you're playing a movie when you're swinging around the city. What, uh, are, what are the fighting mechanics mechanics like? Uh, they look a lot like the Arkham games, but I've like briefly played those, and I just don't have that much interest in that kind of combat. But this one, I feel like, isn't quite as frantic, almost, as, as I perceive the Arkham games to be. Um, you know, instead of, like, you can knock people out or, you know, basically kill them. Or uh, you can just tag them into a can wall. You you kill can, them or basically kill them? You can knock them it's out important. or you can be like, oh, I kicked that guy off of a skyscraper. But you don't <laughs> see anything. He's not anything. getting back up. <laughs> like, if you swing down to the ground, you don't see, like, a, a bloody corpse. No, but definitely you should. There was, I was watching my buddy play and... and you know, he's knocking people off the top. He's like, dude, look at this. This is great. You know, <laughs> Spider-Man's definitely not killing anybody yeah. here. But he, he did one guy. He, he uh, you, you have combos where basically you just mash square a lot. And depending on how you do stuff, it'll do a cool move. And uh, I mean, there's a little too, more to it than that. But, uh, you know, you can jump in the air and hold square and you'll shoot a web and you'll swing and just like kick him in the chest. Right. So you can kick him into the air and keep doing combos and stuff. Um, or you can just knock him out of the way so that you don't have to think about him for a minute. Uh, but he 
you know, he kicked a few people off these buildings, but then he kicks a guy up and does this move where normally you just smash him into the ground really hard, but he just pulled him down over the side of the building, so that guy was going way faster than terminal velocity. <laughs> and like, it's just like turns into a goo. Oh my gosh! You, you don't feel bad for the bad guy. You feel bad for the civilians, the, the little kid that's walking on the sidewalk, and he just sees someone just eat it. This is why the city hates Spider-Man, dude. I would. He just makes this giant mess that they have to clean up all the time. Yeah, who cleans up those webs? I saw a lot of things about um, like all of the different gadgets that you can use in the game. Some of them look pretty fun. This, so is this is this uh, on that vein? Is this Spider-Man the in the I think it's the Amazing Spider-Man universe where he has the capsules of uh, web in his wrist, or is it like he's like part spider? It's basically the MCU one where he's got a suit that makes the okay the, the yeah stuff. okay it's so it is the continuation of the most recent movie basically more or it's less. in that vein uh, yeah so yeah I mean I mean it's its own story. So but since he's basically cool. sponsored by Tony Stark, he's got tons of gadgets, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he does have some pretty cool stuff. He, he's definitely a goofball in this game. Like, he just has a bunch of quips and, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of innocent, jokey stuff. Um, Quirky teenager Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, he, you know, he doesn't sound like a kid, but he definitely is. You know, he's the young Spider-Man that mm-hmm. we've come to know, like, post-Tobey Maguire. Uh, another, another thing I've been curious about with this game is, how good are they with web physics and they're actually being something to attach to? So, like, if you're on a rooftop and you're fighting some bad dudes, do you ever just, like, you know, it, it triggers the animation to shoot a web in the air and kick the guy in the chest. But if you actually were to look up, there would be nothing oh, there to attach you, the There has to be something above you. Okay. So, usually you'll be fighting in the streets or something. I mean, anytime you swing around the city, you actually have to hit, grab mm-hmm. something. and You can't just shoot into the into the sky. Yeah. And magically, so do they? Swing. Do they put you in situations where you don't have like buildings available or any, anything? Uh, ever? Not really. Even when you're in Central Park, like the trees are pretty low, but mm-hmm. you still have places to swing. Uh. Um, what it does do, so you can either there are ways. I think you can mostly do only do this with stealth takedowns, which I haven't seen. I know I know they exist, but I don't know how to do. Them. Is uh, you can like knock somebody to the ground and just web them to the ground, and they're mm-hmm. as good as dead. Like they're out of the fight now. Uh, so you can do that. You can web somebody into a wall, um, and same thing. Or I think, as far as I understand it, so you've got just a small, dinky little pew, 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 web shooter, and you can wrap a guy up, and eventually they'll break free, but you can, like, beat them around when they're tied <laughs> up. And if you, while tied up, if you knock them into a wall, same story, they'll get stuck. Um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, but it all just feels pretty good. Uh, you can pull people's weapons out of their hands uh, when they're, you know, about, well, at any time, really. Uh, and you can get upgrades to, like, at first, you can just pull, like, pistols out of people's hands. But later on, it's like, oh, that guy has a rocket launcher. And when you start, you can't just pull it out of their hands. You have to upgrade for it. So they've got a couple, uh, they've got three different trees that you can sink points into. Uh, but that stuff's cool. Uh, e- even, like, I think, I I haven't played enough to know what it is, but, like, one of the talent trees is just, like, traversal. It's not even combat. So it's like, oh, when you're in the air, you can... You know, you can swing, and you can also go in front of you and pull yourself towards something. Well, you get a bonus that, like, allows you to pull twice. So, really, once you get good at traversing, just flying around the city, you can mostly never stop. Like, you can keep going and going as long as you don't, uh, you know, totally goof it up. But something that is funny is the game doesn't have fall damage, which I think is smart, because I don't think it would be more fun if they added fall damage. But it's really funny when I 
I'm swinging and my friend's like, oh, press triangle and circle to do a trick. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I, thinking I'm in wide open space, I just land on a roof like hundreds and hundreds of feet below me. And Spider-Man just stands back up. And I'm like, oh, boy, I definitely would have had some broken legs there. <laughs> I thought Spider-Man, like, since he could fall like a spider or whatever. Well. Like, never really, like, he could mm-hmm. land on, like, I mean, His canonically, sure. Yeah. But the game doesn't prepare you. Like when you hit the ground, you just you just, you just hit, hit it, it yeah. as if you, you know. Sort of roll over and give it get a stand. Not up even that. I mean, the game is just like, oh, no big deal. Like it doesn't <laughs> even address the fact that you just smashed into a roof somewhere and you just stand right back up. Or if you're swinging and you basically just plow right into the mm-hmm. face of a building, you'll if you're still holding the same button, you'll instinctively just start sprinting up the side of the building, mm. which is very cool. fast and satisfying. Hmm. Uh, but it's great. It just feels good to move around. Uh, the combat, you know, before you're about to get shot, you'll get Spidey Sense, so you can jam on that dodge button. Um, but it feels pretty good. Uh, can, can, like, Spidey Sense slow down time? No. Oh. Not as far as I know. Uh, yeah, no no bullet time, Spidey, Spidey Sense? No, but it definitely, like, the dodging feels pretty good where it doesn't feel like it makes it too easy. Like, you have a good window to dodge, but if you're not just not paying attention and you want to go for one more hit, like Dark Souls style, oh, I'll just go for one more. <laughs> oh, I got shot in the back. I guess that's what happens. <laughs> so what are the... Um, I, I assume they're going to want DLC out of this game. So I assume you don't get, like, every boss you'd want to fight. Uh, I mean, they already have announced DLC. I could look it up right now. I think there's uh, Catgirl DLC planned for October. So what are the bosses in the game right now? Or maybe that's too much, uh, too many spoilers. Yeah, for... yeah. I mean, I, I know a couple, but that's kind of spoiler territory. Um, you start the game and Wilson Fisk, Kingpin, okay. is the villain. Hmm. And he, like, gets locked up like he tends to. And uh, so it, like, opens and I haven't actually watched the first mission, but I know how it goes. You fight Wilson Fisk in some capacity or at least, like, you know, break into his place or something. And he says something along the lines of, oh, well, look at you being a vigilante. You're just opening the door for more vigilantes, you know. And Spider-Man's like, no, <laughs> that, not. that's not true. <laughs> and uh, lo and behold, the city loses its freaking mind because now everybody's just doing whatever they want, uh, trying to, you know, dethrone Fisk while he's in jail. So uh, it's like you get you just fly around and you get these uh, Ubisoft-style towers mm-hmm. where you go up there and then you do a whole thing where it, you know, uh, i was wondering if it'd be sort of assassin's creed like uh, well it's cool but it, it definitely feels a lot cooler to do that than i think i felt in any of the assassin's creed games yeah. besides like the first one did you ever dive into a hay cart <laughs> <laughs> no but i have hit the roof very hard several times um no that that stuff feels good and uh yeah i'm excited they they have i know there are a bunch more characters that i don't know about because i've specifically heard of references to both uh, like villains and allies that show up here and there, mm. um, but yeah, there's uh, there's just a lot going on in that game. It's very pretty, uh, and I feel like that's the kind of game I could take home when my family's home for Christmas and be like, "Yo, check out this beautiful game. Just hold R two and swing around it. You'll love it." Mm-hmm. You know. So you you played it over at a friend's house. You gonna pick it up? Uh, I'm since I I am really still digging Fallout Four right now. I think I think I'm gonna wait. Probably it's not going to go on sale anytime soon, so I'll probably just end up buying it here in the next, like, two or three months, mm-hmm. probably before Christmas. Uh, but the the tough thing there is I think I'm also going to buy Red Dead. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because I want to be so on you, board with that as soon as it comes out. When, when does that come out? October 20-something. Oh, man, that's coming out. Yeah, it I is. Gotta, is. Is it coming out for PC? 
I believe so. I think it's I gotta, I gotta decide what I'm gonna buy it on. Yeah, I. I feel like with those games, I always, I always end up buying it on console and regretting yeah, not buying it on PC. Yeah, you want to end up having it on PC. Yeah. Uh, Mike, are you gonna buy Spider Man? I don't know yet. I mean, okay, so I'm not, I'm not a really big uh, superhero guy. Like, I kind of, I kind of no, pretty burnt super out. to me. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of got burnt out on it. Honestly, the the big thing. This is a long time ago, and it's it's funny that I've held this grudge for so long. But uh, Spider Man Three, when I found out that Venom was going to be in it, I was like, "Oh my god, yes!" And uh, like I I collect. I didn't collect any Spider Man comics when I was growing up, but like v- Venom had his own kind of like mm-hmm. offshoot of a collection of, yeah. of comic books, and uh, I used to read those a lot. Um, I collect a lot of aliens comic. I, I had weird comic book collections. Uh, Alien vs. Predator, man. Whew. Anyway, is that weirder <laughs> than Sonic the Hedgehog? I uh, don't no, know. It, no, it is not. <laughs> Wait, but what, uh, did you read those? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, John loves Sonic like, the Hedgehog. There were like fifty issues. <laughs> Damn, that was a great comic book. But uh, to a like ten year old. I have read one comic book in my whole life that wasn't like Calvin and Hobbes. And it was, uh, it's like a Lovecraft story that my friend gave me probably like a year ago or something. Ooh. And it was pretty good. Very dark. Like, whoa, <laughs> not for the faint of heart. Oh, my gosh. But uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I just, it's hard for me to break away from listening to podcasts. Yeah. I can do that while I'm, you know, driving and while I'm doing some other stuff. But yeah, so like uh, when, when Spider-Man 3 released and they just, they just ruined yes. Venom in that movie. They ruined and then Spider-Man like, for yeah, a little yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, I kind of just... I was like, you know, those those uh, those X Men sequels after the after the first X Men, it just it felt like they weren't they weren't doing the movies the kind of justice that I wanted them to, uh, and I just kind of backed off and I never really came back. Now I mean, I still see like the big ones like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and I try to keep up with some of the bigger ones, but I've just never just kind of gravitated away or uh, moved away from all of them. So I don't know, but, but that's okay. Hearing everyone talk about Spider-Man uh, yeah. and seeing it, it looks fun. I mean, I'm, I'm feel like I'm missing out. Yeah. It looks, it looks like, I, but again, it's, it's also one of those things where it's like, I don't know if I want to pay $60 for it just because yeah. I'm not, I'm just still not sure if I'm going to like it enough. It's something I appreciated. My roommate went to Columbia university up in New York and, he had heard he does not play video games. So when we're booting this up and he's next to us watching, he says, uh, oh, his friend told me that they have a really realis- realistic uh, depiction of the Columbia campus here. And I was just like, what? I didn't. First of all, that's surprising. Second of all, you never have input on this stuff. Like, I'm so happy. <laughs> Let's go visit it. So we went there and like straight up, he, he directed us to the campus. He showed all these places. He's like, oh, this domed rooftop thing. Yeah, you can actually get up here if you have the right keys. It's <laughs> like, oh, man. And he uh, he directed us over to the building that he used to live in for years. That's crazy. And he's like, oh, it's right there, but it's on the east side and, you know, here and there. And I'm like, man, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like he knew exactly which building this is. I had heard from people who live, you know, in New York that it's very, it's not accurate down to like, oh, that building is exactly that building, but like. You know, you can get places, and mm-hmm. all the streets are there, and everything mm-hmm. like that. Like, you can navigate around New York City in this game. Yeah, a guy on Reddit took a picture that he took from, I don't know where, it was, it was I assume some skyscraper, and uh, compared it to the same picture that he took in the same location in mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Yep. And they, oh, weren't, cool. they weren't perfect, yeah. but they were close enough that you could tell they really Skyline, put some work into it. pretty much the yeah. same. Yeah. It, it is cool, like, since the MCU is so, uh, just everybody knows about it 
um, or no certain amount of it. It's cool to see that it's so true to actual New York, but also that I can see something like the Avengers Tower and just be like, what? Oh, I'm running yeah. to the top of that. <laughs> you know, so that stuff's kind of fun. And, and uh, I've heard that there are, you know, there's no shortage of other hidden little things that might not even really be in the story. But if you... Just Easter eggs. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't want to say anything because they're kind of fun. It's Batman, to, isn't it? It's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> it's Bat, always Batman. It's, you can't spider. say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Batman. It's Batman. Uh-huh. So that stuff's cool. I I, uh, I really do have to make a decision if I want to buy it um, before I get Red Dead because... Man, I'm a sucker for You're gonna old Western stuff. You're going to run out of gaming stuff. time here pretty soon. I'm already like running out of gaming out. time, man. Well, oh, I don't know. In general, yeah, always true. I got to convince my buddy to just beat it. Yeah, and lend and it to And then you. lend it to me. Yeah, that's still the joy, <laughs> that's still the joy of physical, buying physical games. Yeah. Um, so do you think that it works, like the game mechanics and everything, and the game is so awesome, partly just because it's Spider-Man? Like, could what other Marvel characters would translate so well to a video game? Well, I will say the fact that you can just swing around. Exactly. That's something everybody wants to do. You can fly in plenty of games. Yeah. You know, and... and like, if you made an Iron Man game, would it really be that intriguing? You'd just be flying everywhere, yeah, which is cool, like a, but you can fly in all sorts of games. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the time, games don't do flying well. It's always... It's kind of clunky. You're always just going straight, and then you can kind of go yeah. down or Especially if you're, up. like, in the city. Yeah. That, it could just be... The fact that I slammed into all those walls of Spider-Man, but it made sense that I could just yeah. run up the wall. It's like, oh, okay, this feels good. Uh, I feel like I never played the game Infamous, but one of them, I think the second one, you can like kind of static shock your way around the city. So you like use electricity to kind of almost glide around on like a metal, I don't know, uh, what are those called? Like a mantle cover or something mm-hmm. like that. I think those are cool because same story, it kind of allows you to just find surfaces to interact with you know i think you could still do that with iron man a little bit though like you're rushing forward right before you hit a building you just stick your arms out and use your like hand boosters yeah. or whatever and destroy like... the entire building <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean part of the problem with that i mean he, but he could just fly above the buildings like why does yeah. he need to yeah. be down there at all right yeah. i don't know i mean you, you could uh i'm just gonna hold out for the whole game mm-hmm. and just all it is is getting angry and smashing <laughs> well, things it's just or... rampage it yeah it's... oh my gosh <laughs> Can we just can we make that game? I was thinking, was it Prototype? It's a game I've only seen yeah. Play, yeah. where you basically just kill you morph, all the time. Uh, yeah. Different mutations. With and stuff. no regard for civilian life at all. Yeah. Um, I remember watching a college roommate play that game when it came out. And because uh, we had like a big room where we put all our computers in so we could land. And uh, he got it and he played it for like maybe an hour and he's like, all right, I'm looking up cheats to unlock <laughs> yeah. everything. He just didn't really want to play the yeah, game. Yeah, but he was, he was the... that kind of player anyway. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he just, just hack every game. Didn't matter. All right, so enough about Spider-Man. I want to hear about a board game. I, I kind of want to hear about... Oh, about... so yeah, I, I've been playing a few things. Um, so what do you want to hear about first? I've got Two Point Hospital, I've got Fractured Space, and I've got Donut County. Which Two is Point a Hospital. Game. Oh, you, you've been playing Donut County? Yeah. Have you, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'll talk a little bit about it. So I'll do Two Point Hospital first. So uh, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Two Point Hospital is basically supposed to be Sim Hospital, but it's, it's a little goofier than just a simulator. Um, none, of the, like, none of the diseases that you're curing are real, right? So like... One of the things is lightheadedness. Yeah, and people I saw walk that. into the hospital and it's just a light bulb on their head. <laughs> and you gotta like build a, a specific room in your hospital that like unscrews the light bulb and puts their head back on. <laughs> That's 
That's funny. Um, and it's it's a I don't know if it's a it is a spiritual successor or really it's more of a direct successor to Theme Hospital, which was virtually the same game way back. Oh yeah, uh, probably couple, twenty years ago. It has a couple of the same creators. Does it? A okay. Of the same people on Steam. Um, and I mean, it feels exactly the same. Mm, so that's like, what I wanted to hear. You gotta you gotta hire janitors to to clean up your hospital because people just puke randomly all over the place. <laughs> yeah. People leave trash around, so you gotta you gotta build trash cans, things like that. Dude, I watched a giant bone quick look on it probably like twenty or thirty minutes of it. Man, I have not stopped thinking about that prison tycoon game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, Man, that, that just bugs prison me. Prison architect? God, yeah, prison <laughs> yep. architect. Man, that just like, that kind of freaks me out. Like designing an electric chair and stuff. I'm like, man, <laughs> give me this kind of hospital yeah, exactly. game with the lightheadedness. Like that. Yep. Yeah. Here, at least when people die, it's not like directly my fault. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like yeah. and people will die and you get down. Out of the light bulb, got them. Yeah. Well, actually, that's like, that's like one of the hardest diseases to cure. Like your, your cure rate is like under 50% for the first few missions. And Would you say that? Those people are screwed. Oh my god! Or lights out. <laughs> oh, uh, I would say that. Yeah. Um, so um, so it's it's a lot of fun, especially I mean, especially if you remember the original. Um, it's it's really awesome, and so it's you know it's not just that you have to hire all of your staff, so doctors, nurses, maintenance people, and admins, um, and you you control the whole layout of the hospital. It's not just, you know, you have to build the right rooms and staff the right staff in the right rooms, but you have to also have to consider flow. It's like if you have too narrow of area, walk areas or stuff, people will kind of encounter each other and slow way down to, so they pass each other. Are you still, like, um, essentially looking at people's resumes when you hire them for the hospital? Yeah, um, they, they have they have qualities mm-hmm. that like yeah that, that's that's yeah. what it was and, and some of them are funny resume. like you know they'll be like hot tempered or something yeah um, but some of, and I can't quite tell whether like they smoke coming out of his ears <laughs> <laughs> well some of them I think do matter so um, small bladder is a something an employee can have that means they have to visit the bathroom a lot you know uh, I can't tell what all of them mean but you can pick and choose and they're you know they're rated by you know, five stars and. You train them up, and later in the game, you build training rooms so you can give them specific new abilities and stuff. So you're, as far as I can tell, so you have like levels, like mm-hmm. where you start on one hospital, you build to one yep. star, yep. and you do. So it's not a persistent hospital that it, it you're is like building. So oh, it's not one persistent hospital. So the idea in the game is that um, yeah, each level you can build your hospital up to a one star, two star, three star, and there's certain objectives to get the next star. As soon as you unlock one star in the hospital, you can actually pause it and move on to the next level if you want to. Um, or you can stick it out and try to just finish out, you know. So you can hop back and forth if you want. Uh, I found myself typically just trying to finish out all the stars on the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times once they get rolling, it doesn't it doesn't even feel as challenging anymore. Like once you just get a ton of rooms and doctors, like the money's coming in, you're making lots of cures. Um, and I'm, I don't, I can't tell how far I am, but I probably played through five levels so far. Um, and so, you know, it's a lot of fun. Every level adds a new dynamic. Um, you know, sometimes you have to unlock whole new wings and build up whole new wings, which, you know, means patients might be going back and forth. Um, I did find a couple things frustrating. So one is just the repetitiveness of the levels because you always start the same way. Just you pretty much always start the same way, so it's okay. Build a reception desk. Build a um, 
you know, a, a, a doctor's office so that they can get diagnosed. Build a, you know, um, either, a, you know, build a bathroom, build a diagnostic unit, whatever. Um, and then in order to increase the happiness of the workers, happiness of the patients, the cure rate, everything, you have to fill the room to level it up, every single room. So you unlock new things like like uh, an anatomy model or things that you can place buy and place around each room. And once you get a lot of money, buying these things is pretty trivial, but you got to buy them and place them in every single room you build. It would be great if there was an ability to take a room you already have and copy the whole thing mm-hmm. with all the items inside so that you don't have to individually place every single thing on the wall or right. every little thing on the floor. Because it could be like, if you want to level up your room really far, you could have like 15 things you need to like click and click into the room. Right. And the fun is figuring it out. But if you already figured it exactly. out, you don't want to spend the time. Yeah. Right. Now it's just right. work. Um, and then, um, yeah, so there's that. Repetitiveness like in the levels. And then just sort of the fact that there's not... They need to add something, and I imagine they'll. It's a you know, I imagine they'll add some stuff to this game. They need to add some things to challenge you within the level. I think it's a little too easy. Mm. Um, you know, I haven't I haven't ever run out of money. I haven't. I mean, you have patients die, and sometimes you'll lose a challenge because they sort of crop up. Like, hey, we have this plague or emergency, and we need to send ten people to your hospital to get cured for this disease. But if you don't achieve it, the downside is just you don't get the extra bonus or whatever. Oh, huh. Right? So how many levels are there? Do you know? Uh, just from the size of the map and what it looks like, there's probably 10. So I'm probably, oh, about, really? I'm probably about halfway through the game. Oh, I would, I would have expected more. You know, uh, that reminds me, in Spider-Man, something that kind of bothered me, not that much, but a little bit, was you'll stumble upon little, like, groups. It's like, oh, there's a guy getting mugged by literally 20 people. Mm-hmm. So go down here and fight him. But if you lose that event, it's over. It doesn't just come up again. You can't just revisit it. So I can like definitely appreciate the frustration of like, oh man, like I wanted I wanted to do the thing. At least right. give, give me a second chance. Right, put me in, coach. Uh, yeah, and and there will there are those, the random events, and yeah, they don't come back, but you'll get other ones. Um, and there's so I I think a few things that I wish they would add are number one like a you know just more difficulty even at the baseline. Like I remember in the original. Think bad things would happen and you would have to react to it. But generally in this, you have enough money. You start with enough money to just sort of build everything and hire everything, at least one of. And if something bad happens, you know, you probably have enough money to cover it right away. So, like, when your first death happens, there will be a ghost. And you have to have a janitor who has a special ghost vacuum. <laughs> right? But janitors are generally pretty cheap anyway. So, I don't know, maybe it'll get a lot harder in the final levels. But so far, it's just kind of like, okay, well, I'm, I'm clicking through. I'm doing the challenges. I'm getting there. I wish they'd add things like, I don't know, like a, a helicopter drop-off, right? Like, just different ways to interact with mm-hmm. the things outside of the hospital. Because mm-hmm. right now, you don't do anything. There's, like, a road that leads to your hospital, and that's it. I wonder if later on part of the challenge just comes from the, the layout of the hospital that you're given. Because I, I want to say in theme hospital, hospital, I remember certain maps where it was, like, your doctors had to traverse, like, the whole map to get mm-hmm. certain places. That, that, that can be a challenge. You have to climb this rock wall to heal this patient. <laughs> uh, I think that that will be part of what they challenge you with. Um, and limited staff, because some, some doctors, let's say, are better at one kind of doctoring than another. Like head shrinking, right? Yeah. And, um, they actually have small heads, but 
<laughs> as you might imagine, the patients. But that's uh, uh, funny. So all of this, all this talk about the uh, the sicknesses with like the light bulb head, the smaller mm-hmm. heads. The number one sickness I remember from Thema Hospital when I played it as a kid, and I don't remember w- what the illness was. I want to say it was airheadedness or something, mm-hmm. and it was just like somebody would walk into the into the hospital and their head looked like a giant balloon, and then they'd go so into like, yeah. yeah, and they'd go into like a doctor's office, and the doctor would just walk up with a pin and pop their head, <laughs> <laughs> and then that was it. And oh. then they'd walk out. <laughs> Better. So. I definitely would appeal to anybody um, anybody who likes the type of management sim games. You know, we played a lot of things like Sim Tower and um, I don't know what else. I mean, Theme Hospital. Just anything that has, you know, resource management, different, different types of resources, having to strategically lay out this real world um, thing and it has some goofiness attached to it. It would appeal to those any of those type of players. Uh, I don't think there are um, – one thing I did notice that I thought was cool, there are challenges or at least ways to challenge other people. Uh, and it could be weekly or I think even within any given mission. So you can go out online and, and you know, compete with friends or whatnot oh, cool. on your various hospital builds. And I think that's where a lot of the um, – the enjoyability of the game is going to have to come from for most people in maxing out, right? Like hitting the high score for any given hospital, uh, doing it the fastest, doing it the best, like having the best record, fewest deaths, that kind of thing. Is the only option to play the levels or is there like an option where you can play the game where you're just building a hospital from scratch? That's a good question. All I did was basically the campaign. Mm. I'm guessing there's sort of a sandbox mode where it just sort of, Keeps increasing the difficulty yeah. and mm-hmm. keeps going. I uh, haven't looked at that. No. I'm gonna have to get that game. Um, I am excited to play that. Completely different kind of game. You want to take a break real quick? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Are you with the force? Is the force with you? Well, the force is with us over at the Echo Station Podcast, a new Star Wars series from the Heroes Podcast Network. Join us in a galaxy not so far away every other Monday as we discuss everything Star Wars from the original films. Through the whole EU. So pour yourself some blue milk and get cozy in that tauntaun with the Echo Station podcast. Find out more at heroespodcast.com. And we're back. Uh, oh, yeah. So another um, another thing that I've been playing, uh, a game called Fractured Space. And I have no idea how long this has been out. But I don't know if you guys ever get that itch to, you know jump in a giant spaceship and have capital ship battles with other giant spaceships. Absolutely all the yeah. time. <laughs> Used to play Eve online specifically to scratch that itch, you that know. Checks out. Uh this this actually I mean it does it better because you know Eve online Eve online can be really brutal. Yeah. Um but this this is much more it's actiony, right? So you actually have to aim at the opponent and you you basically have your primary fire like a like a first person shooter or third person shooter and then you've got other abilities you can use like missile launch or point defense system for if people are shooting missiles at you things like that um there's some more other creative things like physics do play into the game so you kind of have an ultimate if you will um the ship it starts with is like a gravity nuke where 
That sounds it. I know. <laughs> um, and it does require aiming, right? So it, like, charges up for a few seconds and then shoots this nuke out. And if you, you know, don't hold it on the target, it's going to miss. Wow. Um, and it'll, it'll, you know, it'll hit them, it'll blow up, but it'll also push them. And so if you push them, you know, if you could use the landscape, right, you can push them into stuff. Um, you can push them towards, you know, away from you. You can push them towards your allies, things like that. Yeah, I loved, loved Eve. But I have come to the uh, to the point of acceptance that I'll just never be able to play it again because I just don't have the time to play that game. Uh-huh. That game is Indeed. the biggest time hog I've ever played in my life. Uh, so this, this game sounds pretty interesting. Well, the... Um... Uh, what are their names? Uh, CD mm. Project Red? No, no, no. The people who make Eve. Um, the, the, oh, they uh, just got purchased by the yeah, people who make Black Desert Online. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And all the players are freaking out. You know, like they're gonna ruin our game. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, really. I mean, Eve's not in like a terrible place, but it could use you know a fresh set of eyes. On yeah, it. yeah. Um, it, it was uh, CCP. Yes, CCP yeah. has been purchased. It was really fun. It was just, I mean, you got to spend like, I don't know, 14 years just learning how to play the game. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. Is, yeah. It is nuts. And then you realize like, oh, I haven't even dabbled in the market. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, or I, I, I we, we played and we never really even joined corporations. We d- we that's d- a we, little. We joined, the first time we played and we kind of got pretty into it we joined that corporate corporation it was a very small corporation but the the guy that led it was just extremely helpful right like he wanted to just mentor us through it when well, we were mostly that's mining, not the definitely. adjective i thought you were gonna <laughs> <open with. laughs> he was a, he was a super nice guy he like he had all the blueprints so like he, he would basically say like okay you guys go out and mine, mine the materials and i'll build stuff for you so you know he that's how we got some of our first big ships and um I don't know. It was just the thing. Like we were in college at the time, and it's just there's just no way that you can juggle that game with your personal life. I feel like it was just so hard because yeah. you always feel like you're behind. And then the biggest problem is that you never feel fully satisfied because really what you're doing is just gearing up so that you're comfortable enough that you can go out into deep space and, and fight some people. But then, I mean, the first hundred times you go do it you just get totally demolished in the beginning you don't have all that much money so you lose a ship and then you got to spend a bunch of time getting enough money for that ship and it's just it's such a time suck that's that's part of the reason why i always i felt like if you're going to play that game you really need to look into quitting your job (laughs) well yeah uh the guides that people put out there for how to like get engaged with some of the most fun aspects of the game early including other players well exactly um so like with early starter ships getting into PvP. Because mm-hmm. most of the time, if you go into the PvP areas with a starter ship, you're just going to get smoked in literally less than a second. And, like, you're just dead and you start all over, right? Yeah. Uh, but there there's certain corporations that organize starter ship-only, like, wars, <laughs> right? So you can actually... And we did that a couple times. Yeah, that's fun. Um, and it does. It helps you get into the game. You have, like, that edge of your seat sort of, like... Oh, we're am I, doing it. Am I responsible for something? Can I actually hit anything? Am I just going to die? I don't know because I'm, <laughs> yeah. you know, in that game PVP is so for real. You never do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually it's funny you say that. The PVP is so real, you never end up doing yeah. it. The last time I played, 
but right as I right when I stopped and just kind of put it down and never came back to it again, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get into PvP now. I'm gonna figure this game out and I'm gonna do it. And now I have like 200 of I don't even remember what the ship is, but I have like 200 yes. of this ship sitting in a space just a, a space station somewhere. Yeah, because I was like, okay, I'm just gonna. I'm going to build up all these ships, I'm going to make them, I'm going to be okay with losing them, because I'll just jump into the next one. I spent so long gathering everything I needed for this huge push that I got burnt out on it, and I just yeah. left it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so anyway, this this game uh, this game does a really good job. It's a freemium, right? So there's, let's say, 30 ships in, in all, maybe more, I'm not sure, but... Um, it kind of has, like, rotating free ships, so... And you can slowly unlock ships, and get upgrades and you can switch out the abilities it has and you put together like it has a card based system that puts together your crew which give different bonuses and I'm assuming they have like you know group unlocks if you get the right crew put together and stuff but they they throw you in the action immediately right so like there's a a decent amount of story built into this game uh, for a single player experience which is very weird for a freemium like this uh and so they throw you into, as your tutorial, it's sort of the beginning of the story. Uh, and then as you go, you can play the additional stories as a co-op mode if you want. You can do it by yourself. You can even play the stories as PvP so that, you know, it's actually other people on the other side instead of just computers. That's cool. Uh, but in general, you know, you've, you each side has a, on the maps, each side has a base and you have to, uh, fly to these sort of neutral areas in between and capture certain things with your ships in proximity to unlock a gate that allows you to warp into the enemy base and, and blow stuff up. So when you're doing that stuff, does it put you against people that are near your level? Well, I'll say this. Uh, there were definitely some people that knew how to use certain ships and abilities that were wrecking me. But I, you know, in my very first PvP game, I think I had the most kills on my team. Um, and maybe it was just because uh, the sh- certain ships have roles. There's kind of a tanky kind of ship. There's kind of, you know, glass cannon kind of ships. I think I was in kind of a, you know, somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. And uh, it may have just been my role in the group. but And it may be, I don't know. But I felt like it was satisfying enough, you know. I was, I was contributing. Uh, and it's only like, I think it's like 6v6. So um, people can be distracted and or in a big fight on a different part of the map. And if you sneak over to another, you know, the other side to capture something, you can still be useful, even, you know, not directly trying to blow everyone up. Mm-hmm. And then, and I don't know if this is every map. The other cool thing was there's a kind of a middle area that unlocks on a timer that if you capture it will give you bonuses and help you progress. So, like, it does a good job of even if everybody's trying to sneak around getting around everybody else they'll push every single ship together in the middle that's cool i like to force you to engage that's one thing i really do like about the battle royale genre it's you can't just run and hide forever Mm -hmm. like there's no option Mm -hmm. and if you hide for too long you're not going to be prepared when everybody is thrown in they should make a battle royale version of this game I don't know if you would drop out of an airplane still or <laughs> in your pod. <laughs> yeah, you're all pods coming out of a like star destroyer type shit. Yes. Yeah. So I, I read online that it, I've, I haven't played it, uh, but I was I was definitely interested when you, when you sent over the pictures. Is it kind of like a MOBA? 
there are some. It, it has some MOBA aspects in that, we, like when you're attacking the enemy base, it has turrets. Um, and you know, if you want to be successful, you probably have to destroy the turrets. You do sort of level up in that, and it's not significant in that you're unlocking tons of abilities and stuff. But you do sort of have the option as you level up to increase your attack power or your defense or your special, you know, whatever that is. Um, and then there are some, as, as you go through the lanes, right, there are two or three lanes on the maps. There are basically areas that, that you capture. Like yeah. And then there's mining ships that if that mining station is captured by the other team, you can destroy the ships to prevent mm. them from. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I mean, it's sort of a MOBA, yeah. Um but it doesn't have a lot of the MOBA aspects, you know. Of like, Are you in, like, is it a persistent world? Are you in stages? Do you travel to, like, areas of the, of a map? There's There are different areas of the map that you have to warp to. So, you, like, you start out on your base, and to get anywhere else from your out of your ba- base area, you would have to warp there. And there are different points in each zone that you can warp to and ones you can't warp to. But if you unlock certain things, you can warp. There's just, there's a lot of... There's a lot of positioning strategy that, um, and you can, and it is 3D. So you can be in on the Z axis, right, above other ships, mm-hmm. which can make for interesting um, tactics, right? And like, you can even be difficult to find sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you actually do have to, the, the map will only, sh- like, the mini map will only show you someone if they're pretty close to you. If you, like, look out into space and spot their ship moving, you'll see it before. It actually notifies. Oh, that's you, cool, right? Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot there. It, it I was very impressed with the polish that was on the game. Um, and I looked it up in 2016. Really? Yeah, okay. About 20 uh, September 22nd. Okay, so just so. about two years ago. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think it's been out for a while. I don't know why Steam. It just kind of came across my slider bar. You know, I think it was probably because I played. I think it was when I downloaded Endless Space a, a month or two ago. It uh, started aggressively advertising other space games to me, which I'm generally okay with. Uh, anyway, it's free. Go, you know, go try it. I, uh, uh, when you said freemium, it. what really do you mean? Like so there's loot, there's loot the boxes. Okay. Right. And you, and so there's loot boxes, which can do everything from cosmetics to the, the cards, right. That comp- comprise your crew. Um, and then you also have to unlock ships so you can, pay for all of that but it's sort of a the 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 crew are only sort of small incremental improvements and we'll give you some for free it's mostly like if you wanted to put together something really specific you'd have to probably go buy some booster packs and stuff Mm -hmm. you know really invest in it but for an average player i played you know a few matches and i didn't notice the absence of anything you know that's nice. I, I'm, you know, I, I'm sure there's uh, more competitive modes and people who, you know, can min-max their various ships. Anyway, uh, thought that was a really good one. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think it looks fun. I've been, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast yet, but I've been playing lots of World of Warships the last oh, that's right. few months, and and this was uh, <laughs> a lot the same, but like you know, a lot different too. Mm-hmm. And but I found myself thinking. If I'm playing this, why don't I just go play World of Warships? <laughs> different, I mean, different di- thing, different genre. At yeah. least, like sometimes it's nice to have some different scenery. Mm-hmm. And it does. There is a little bit more of a strategic strategic aspect of you know having all axes where you can where you can move. 
because I was I was reading where it was even easier to hit some ships if you were above or below them, or if mm-hmm. a certain ships maybe on the sides. Yeah, and when you when you hit uh, when you hit a ship, it it will tell you kind of what angle you're hitting it at, or it might highlight a portion of the ship that you're hitting. And there are some ships do have weak points, um, and I guess that sort of gives you like critical hit potential. Um, and you know the tanks will of course have thicker armor in mm-hmm. lots of places, things like that. Um, and I mean, um, you don't have like ships that can heal other ships, and uh, there is ships. a support type ship. No, oh. so I think it's shielding more than <laughs> you it's healing. Your oh, allies yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking about uh, world. Oh, world. Of War. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, maybe they should do that, though. Dude, I want more games that have characters like Ana from Overwatch, where it's like, hey, if I I shoot the enemy, Mm. they get hurt, but if I somehow bomb my ally, they get shot. (laughs) World of Warships definitely doesn't have that. They should incorporate it, though. Well, what the heck? Healing torpedoes. (laughs) (laughs) Man. That's true to life. (laughs) Yeah, I've got this lightning gun, and it just uh, charges my friend's ship. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, all right, I want to hear about this board game. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Kingdom Death Monster. Kingdom so it is Death Monster. It is Kingdom, you figure out where the colon is. Yeah, it, it is Kingdom Death colon Monster. So it's Spoilers. a it's a weird name. Uh, I I don't really understand why the name is what it is. But well, wasn't there another Kingdom Death game? Yeah, but I, there's also like versioning around it. Uh, the older game. Uh, I don't know if it's the exact same game or if. This is it, but all I can say is that this is the Kickstarter version of the game. Okay. So this game, um, this Kickstarter was just a couple years ago. Um, I I didn't know about it when it was going through through the Kickstarter. Uh, my wife actually was talking to me about a game that one of her friends that she works with plays with her husband, and she was kind of explaining it to me. She was like, "It's a it's a big board game with models that you have to put together and paint." And it's a co-op thing where everybody's against the board, and it takes an extremely long time to play. So it's it's not a game that you sit down and you play it all at once. It's a, it's a game where you take on a campaign with your friends. So you meet up uh, every week or however often you want to play, and then you just slowly advance the game. So it has persistence. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I don't know, modules or campaign. That's sort of a campaign. I mean, yeah. So is it a tabletop? game like a, a proper rpg game no, well not really so it is a little bit. rpg game. it's uh, an rpg light I guess. yeah like, it, i think it, is what they call it now yeah so uh so initially my interest was peaked because i i mean i love any kind of i know some people think that it's monotonous to sit there and put together figures but i think that it is just the best stress reliever in the entire world putting together models and painting them and stuff hey man adult coloring books are pretty cool too. <laughs> yeah like, yeah exactly same same idea yeah. right so, um, so I was like, yeah, totally. So I looked up the pictures and, oh man, the monsters in this game, I, nightmarish, I feel like isn't even like a heavy enough word for it. Yeah. These monsters are ridiculous. Uh, and it, it really goes with the whole kind of aspect of the game where you're, you're this survivor in a world you don't, you know nothing about. You just wake up, you wake up in the darkness you're laying on a floor made of concrete faces. And the game starts out where you're four survivors. You can play up to, play up to four people. You can even play it solo because, I mean, it's a game against the against the board game. Yeah. So, oh. so you could technically play solitaire and just control all four characters. Um, but 
you just wake up in the darkness. All you have is a lantern and a, and a face shard that's kind of like your dagger. And they throw you against uh, a monster immediately. And this game is not... It's not kind. It is easy to die. Your characters die all the time. And they die in very gruesome ways. Like, um, every character has like certain hitboxes for different different parts of their body. And you generally have like one arm or hit point or whatever on, on each on each arm or leg or head or chest. And then if you get hit after if you get hit, hit a second time or if they critical hit you, then you take a wound. And then you basically just roll on the wound table. And so much of it is just random. Like you could you could kill a monster and just luck out on your rolls or you could roll terribly, and the monster literally crushes your head in one hit or something oh, like that. And when gosh. that happens, your character is just dead. It's gone. Got him. So, ba- so sorry. That, doesn't that seem to sort of remove some any aspect of any kind of gamesmanship or skill from the game? It's just sort of like, oh, sorry, you're screwed. You died. Yeah, so it would if they didn't also include other aspects of the game that actually bring strategy into it. So... I think that I think what they're trying to relay with these monsters is that these monsters should be almost impossible to kill. Like you're four just regular human beings against these gigantic hellish creatures. So they should be devastating. But man, there's there's absolutely something to be said in in a board game or a video game where your average enemy can just mess you up if mm-hmm, you're not mm-hmm. being careful. Even in Dark Souls, when I'm like, I've been through this place 15 times already. But then the regular ass skeleton almost kills me. Yep. So in this one, you can, um, like, your your positioning matters. If you are, if you have somebody who's just volunteered to be the guy that's about to get shit on, and he's the one that's right in front of the monster, if everybody else on their movement phase moves to a flanking position on the monster, then you get bonuses on your attacks. Mm. It's still really hard, mm-hmm. but you get, but the bonuses help. Also, it's not like you're staying the same every battle. Part of the the nice thing about this game is, and part of the way that they can make it kind of a campaign related game is that every time you you successfully kill a monster, you gather materials from that monster that you can take back to what you build after you you kill your first model, your settlement. Oh. And your settlement is where you can just. You have people who are having babies. You have people what? who are building up. Yeah, it is intense. So this game. you're you wake up in a dungeon, and you fight a monster with shards of a like uh, a statue or a floor. Mm-hmm. And I hope and you build a settlement with the, with like, monster parts. Yeah, you're like, oh, all the walls are made of skin. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of funny because like, okay, so after after you kill the monster, the, your their assumption is that you you while you're walking around just wandering, you come in you you come into contact with other survivors, and then you all just kind of decide to build a settlement together. And then your one of your first orders of business when you are um, when you're building your settlement is to choose what to do with babies. So like. Is it something where you're going to have like a Spartan community where like you train them in like a really harsh environment as warriors or something, or if you're a little bit softer? Mm. When when people die in the game, the first time anyone dies, you have to choose what to do with corpses. Do you bury them? I build another house out of them. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you do you bury them and like uh, and and have like an actual. Uh, uh, ceremony around around their death or 
do you eat them? <laughs> yeah, of course. So you get bonuses, right? So like get their nutrients. If you eat them, then you get bonus food or whatever. But uh, like, you know, it, become a little less civilized. Yeah, you just every... don't feel good about yeah. it. Well, the funny thing about that specific rule is that I still am not sure what the benefit is of not cannibalizing. Yeah. Or, yeah. If because, there's any downside. Yeah. But it didn't matter. Every When we played, I was like, I don't care if there's no downside. I'm not cannibalizing people. <laughs> so, like, so, you know, it makes you make choices like that. You think, like, there's, there's some place near the, the end of the game that says, like, for every corpse you cannibalize, like, <laughs> take one, you know. Insanity damage yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> you escaped back to the real world, but no one will talk to you because they know what you did. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. all the other players turn their backs on you. You're right. So the idea of the game is that after you after you kill that first monster and you build your settlement, uh, you go through what are called lantern years. And lantern years are essentially the time in between the time yeah, that you killed that monster. Huh? Light years. Yeah. <laughs> the time in between you killed the monster and the next quote unquote year or ceremony where you hunt for a new monster. And it's just kind of it's kind of the ceremony of 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 hunting down, tracking the monster. Every every kind of phase in between your last hunt and the next hunt is you hunting this monster down and choosing if you want to fight other monsters that you may have fought before to get more equipment or whatever to build armor. Hmm. Now, this game is super fun, but I have never seen so many goddamn pieces in a game for, like, how many figures there are. Yeah, and, and um, everybody, he has played Warhammer for years. Yeah, so so I'm... And I played, like, Skaven and, like... I've, I played the armies that come with all of the pieces, and <laughs> that's probably why I've never truly completed an entire Warhammer army. Yeah, you keep going like, oh, I'm going to do vampire counts, <laughs> and I need to paint a million skeletons. Yeah. Never mind, I'm going to do scaven, I'm going to paint a million rats. Yep, yep. Never mind. So, um, so yeah, opening, <laughs> opening up this game, it's not like, um, you know... Games Workshop did get to a point to where I felt like they were doing a pretty good job of making the models a little bit easier to put together. Yeah. That's who made uh, Warhammer, right? Yes, that's, that was Warhammer. So, Kingdom Death Monster, though. One, one human figurine may have a forearm piece, a hand piece, oh. uh, two parts of a body. Well, is like, it like they have options? Yes. Like, like in Warhammer? That's the thing, is that the... the, the the point of the game is that because you're gearing up your characters while you're playing, they have a model for every different type of armor <sighs> set and and weapon so, that you can use. But 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 you have to do you have to like make that choice when you put it together, or could you potentially like build that many different models? You can build that many. Oh different my models. gosh! Yeah, it's 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 a ton. That is a lot of modeling. Yeah. So now I haven't gotten I haven't gotten as far to the point to see. I think what it is is that you can build full armor sets. I don't think that it's so much where it's like, okay, here's my one guy, here's one with, guy with the, the breastplate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a, a little yeah. ridiculous. Well, I mean, it's already ridiculous, but that would be nuts. Um, but the even even the monsters, the monsters that are you know much larger, which some of these monsters are huge. Uh, one of the monsters is I think it's called a phoenix, and the phoenix again talking about how nightmarish these these monsters are. They're all kind of like built out of human parts and stuff. Hmm. They're all just gross. The Phoenix has like probably 20 human hands just like grasping out of its asshole. Oh, <laughs> it is, what? It is a, I'm telling you, it, the, the monsters are 
nightmarish. So, <laughs> are the people inside the phoenix? I don't. I don't know. Or, are they, or are they part of the phoenix, or are they just? I don't know. Or is it that's, just how they decided to build their cell? Yeah. <laughs> but the, the you can tell though that it was a that it was a Kickstarter, and that this guy started from scratch with it because some of these models when I'm putting putting them together, it just doesn't have. Although the design is great and the and the monsters and the characters mm-hmm. are all interesting, some of just like some of the pieces just don't fit together all yeah, that well. Not as easy, not the same level of manufacturing. Yeah, as like, for... like Games Workshop would have yeah. or something. But you know, I just to be expected. That's fine. I get it. But it is a pain putting these things together. So I've what... never had to use so much like uh, modeling clay and yeah, stuff inside just to of the get gaps. Them, to get them to, yeah. to fit. What what is this? What does the Kickstarter version have that? I guess is there another version? They or have is there a first so, edition now. So after so after the Kickstarter version released, it was a very successful release. Uh, then he was like, "Okay, I'm just going to start making expansions." Mm. And the expansions are are just coming out with more and more monsters. So every expansion is just a new monster that you can add to your game to fight, um, and they're all cool. Uh, a nice thing about the game is that it is kind of role play in in the fact that they really try to build the world. The rule book is thick. And I mean there are a decent amount of rules to the game, but half of the rule book is just a comic book. Hmm. Just like a comic book to like to kind of take you like through a bestiary kind of thing. Not even not even a bestiary. It's it's the it's the story of them waking up for the first time. And then, like, you're kind of read that, and then after you read that, then you start playing the sort game. Sort of provides some narrative to your Exactly. It gives you a reason to, to care. I can I enjoy some, some fluff with my with my board game. Yeah. Love me some fluff. Yeah. The, the only thing with, uh, the only thing is, like, do not play this with your children. <laughs> this is, like, the rule book is I mean, gory, it's bloody. There's, and you're going to fight asshole monsters. Yeah, yeah you're going to fight asshole monsters. They're going to have nightmares. <laughs> Man. There's a lot of there's a lot of nudity in it. Like I mean, the idea is that these people all they have is like they wake up and they're in loincloths right. and stuff. So it's yeah, dude, it's it's like that comic book I read that uh, I forget it's like Lock and Key and it's very well reviewed and popular and stuff. So a bunch of people recommended it to me and I said I had it and uh, it's like part of a bigger series. It's not like part one, but it all you know there's this wider world. Uh, I don't know. It's probably it's probably only like 30 pages or something uh i could be way off on that but it's not that long but boy some of the artwork on there is just so unsettling and just like the things that happen to some of the characters you're just like oh my whoa Mm -hmm. like you turn a page and you're just like okay it's like when you have to hide your phone (laughs) you know because you don't want to explain what the hell is on your screen yep like, I felt like I was doing that. I was like, I'm not going to read this thing in public. Yeah, it's going to be one of those things. Like once, like you think you can explain it, but once you start explaining it, explaining it, you realize like how futile it is <laughs> to try to explain. It um, sounds like it's literally futile. As well. <laughs> futile. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's cool. Uh, the only thing, I mean, the big drawback to it is that it is the most expensive board game I've ever bought. It is. Oh, wow. It comes in at a whopping four hundred dollars. Whoa! Yeah. you should have opened with yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it, by the way, you're not interested. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see if I opened with that. Everyone would tune yeah. out. <laughs> well, so, um, so for for anybody interested in this, um, you know, Mike and I, and I'm sure Thomas, um, have all played a variety of board games, and um, this is probably not a good. Uh, Entry level, absolutely. Right? It does not sound. There like are there are there are a couple steps you could probably take to lead up to something like this. Get a job. 
Get two jobs. <laughs> sell your children. Um, yeah, when you have to, when you have a child, you have to decide: are you going to sell them yes. for the game? <laughs> yes. Or are you going to raise? Them? Are you going to cannibalize oh. them? Or <laughs> well, you eat them for their energy, <laughs> for their dark energy. Give uh, me a quarters. So, like you know, another step down. Games that offer a lot of progression, but more structured. You don't have to assemble a lot of stuff. Uh, there's a lot out there right now. This has become a very popular board game type. Um, I think Descent was one of the first ones that that really made it popular. Um, then like Rebel, Star Wars Rebel Assault, if you want to play in uh, the yeah, Star, Star Wars, Wars universe, Rebel Assault, uh, Assault is really good. Um, and they're you know they basically put the little campaigns or missions together for you. You just have to manage your character progression and actually play through the games. Uh, they offer lots of little expansion packs, right? Um, all within a universe that you know. Um, and then sort of like I think another step below that in terms of accessibility. Um, but also very fun and offers kind of that progression feeling, even though it's all contained within one one play. Is uh, what's that game? Um, you're fighting to the the mountain in the middle. Oh, Talisman. Talisman. Talisman is an excellent game. Kind of makes you feel like you're in this sort of like little Dungeons and Dragons type game, but it's all contained within like this one hour playthrough. I think Talisman is one of. Well, I, I don't know if I would say it's an hour. One or two, yeah, or maybe three. It, well, it, it just it, it definitely depends on how many people are playing right. and how um, new they are. Yeah, yeah. But Talisman, I think, is really one of the greatest uh, entry level, quote unquote, big board games. Just because it's it's one of those games where you open it up and you look at the rules and you look at the board and you're like, what did I get myself into? But then the first round that you play, you realize how simple it is. It is, and like all of the rules for the game almost are on the board mm-hmm. like when you're oh, moving nice. when you're moving your character around every space that you drop on says this is what you do in this space mm-hmm. this is what you do in this space so it's, it's simple it's basically to... adult candy land <laughs> yeah yeah i, Pretty much shoots I, and I do ladders. like that shoots and ladders. <laughs> I hate the end of that game does feel like shoots and ladders because you like get all the way to the top of the mountain and you slide all the way back <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> yeah that's pretty much uh but yeah so um, but, I mean, one thing to keep in mind, too, is that I know that the price is crazy on this game, but this is meant to be played in multiple sessions. Uh, they, I was reading something where they were talking about that the average gameplay for this game, one playthrough, is around 60 hours. Ooh. And that depend. I mean, that also depends on how many people you're playing with. So, I mean, if you've got a group of four people, you could make a, a hell of a game out of that. That is the challenge. One of the big challenges, though, in any persistent game is keeping the group together. Yeah. Right? It's like yeah. it's like hardest in a Dungeons & Dragons group. And this is probably, like, probably about equally as hard. Well, uh, so, I, w- I, w- I would disagree with that. Okay. Because, so this game comes with uh, settlement sheets and character sheets. So it's a little bit like Dungeons and Dragons, where you have your character sheet and you're marking out like, okay, this character that's still alive <laughs> has, <laughs> yeah. has all of this armor or whatever and these weapons. And then on your settlement sheet, you're writing out, you're building your settlement on the settlement sheet, so you know like which certain shops you have or like what's what's involved in your settlement. So the idea is you're going to take all these sheets and everything and put them away until you play next. And anyone could hop in and play as long as they know know the rules. So I guess it is. It oh, would be because, a little bit. Oh, that's cool. So since, especially since people die all the time, exactly. Just be like, oh, we'll pick up little Tommy. He, yeah, he all grown up now. You yeah. will not play this game and have the first character that you select that you select survive more than like a couple fights, probably. Mm-hmm. If if you're if you're a new player, that even if you're even if you're experienced, you'll probably end up rolling horribly and and something will explode. But I mean, the idea is your settlement is birthing new children all the time so you can always just pick up a new a new player um but 
it is something that people could jump in. Now, of course, they'd have to know how to play the game, so maybe that would be the difficult part. Yeah. But as, maybe if you had enough, like a big enough group that wouldn't mind like rotating out or something, it wouldn't be as bad. So, <clears throat> probably the most pressing question is: Do you ever get to meet the royalty of Kingdom Death? It's <laughs> a good question. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think there's play the game and find out. I think there is. I think there is a monster called the Lion, not the Lion King. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! <laughs> All of this is yours. <laughs> Every, everything the everything the monster skin touches. Yes, oh, it's all ours. Uh, yeah, but anyway, it's... wait—is this game just take place in like what's it called the the Badlands or whatever where Scar is the the oh. elephant graveyard? Is yep. this game just in the elephant graveyard? Probably. I mean, why don't you just write the story now? <laughs> okay. I'm going to release um, like a clone of this game, but it's set in the Lion King universe. Oh, it's the Lion God. Okay, Lion so that's God. better than the Lion King. Yeah, yeah. Disney should take a note. I, I wish I wish that I could like show the podcast pictures of these models. Seriously, go online. I mean, if you... that's what show notes are for. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. So, yeah. I'm gonna pop some in there. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, seriously, go online. Check out the these models. They're they're cool. The thing that I'm most excited about, and also the thing that I fall victim to the most, is that if you give me cool models. I want to take my time painting them, and I want to get creative with it. With it, I don't want to just, I don't want to just make it look like a person. I want to. A lot of these characters are, are carrying around lanterns, like the the beginning. The beginning characters are carrying lanterns, uh, so it's like, man, I, I want to experiment with OSL, like object source lighting, and just oh, have make everything dark and only have the places where like near the lanterns or whatever where the light is. I have so many ideas for this thing, which is a problem because I feel like it's just going to keep me from finishing this get game. So frozen by not <laughs> yeah. being able I'm gonna to I'm going to pull an Eve online. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's move on to our uh, question of the week. Um, last week, our question was, uh, what is your gaming addiction story? What is your funniest? What gaming? is your funniest? Gaming? Yeah, don't don't tell me your story. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, want to know. There's some bad ones. Um, <laughs> keep those keep those quiet. So I, I thought you guys, your stories were were excellent. Um, and I don't know, was the story that Mike that you shared about the getting online and playing Command and Conquer your addiction story, or just like I may have killed people story? Uh, <laughs> I think that was just that I may have okay. killed people story. <laughs> so. Uh, I think my I was listening to that and I was like, man, I know exactly what I would talk about. Uh, my my gaming addiction story is way back Christmas of whatever year the PS One was released the 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 small PS One. So I'm so thinking like around 2000. Yeah, maybe? I want to say that's about right. That sounds right. Uh, so I got um, I had played the you know, original PlayStation, but we didn't own one like a neighbor. You know, brought it over a bunch of times, right? So I got a PS1, and I was like, man, you know, what games do I want to get with it? So I got Final Fantasy IX, and I had never played a Final Fantasy game before. Um, I mean, I might have played a little bit of one on, like, a Super Nintendo or something, but it wasn't, you know, something I really knew. So I got Final Fantasy IX, and, you know, I'm, whatever, 12, and uh, I have nothing to do on my Christmas break but play video games. So I played Final Fantasy IX... For I don't know how many hours. Like I'm pretty sure I sat down and calculated at one point after like that marathon was over, and I'd played like 
40 to 60 hours just over the rest of break, which is like a week. Yeah. Um, like it was a full-time job. But there was one point where I played, I'm pretty sure it was almost 24 hours straight. Like, you know, I took bathroom breaks and stuff. But like it, I remember someone was talking about, Thomas was talking about um, playing so long over the summer that it would just get later and later. And mm-hmm. you'd like go to bed early, like well, super late. And you'd be like, man, my parents are going to be so mad at me. Yeah. Um, I remember I went to bed at one point. I don't know what time it was, but I woke up and the clock said 5.30. And it was like, you know, sort of semi-light out. And I was like, oh, man. Like, I woke up way early considering how late I stayed up. I go downstairs and I'm like, um, nobody's around. Or, like, people had already been up and stuff. And I'm like, wow, why is my family up so early? And it was actually 5.30 in the evening. Yep. And uh, I'd slept, like... I don't know. I mean, it was probably like 12 hours, but, you know, I was oh, just now like, what do I, do? I have no, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure I went straight back and started playing Final Fantasy IX somewhere. I it's mean, like, what else are you going to do? Yeah, it's like, I right, just ruined this day. Yeah. So uh, that game, that is one of the, the first games, well, I, sh- I shouldn't say first games, but one of the games that sucked me in the most, like in such a short time period, and I didn't even beat the game. Like, there was so much game there, I never even finished it. I actually watched someone else beat it at one point and mm. because I I got really far. I remember that. I got, I got like, to the the open world levels where you were trying to collect some stuff before you went to the final level that led to the final boss, but never beat it. So that's my story. Uh, I did look it up. The PlayStation proper came out in 94 mm-hmm. and the slim they were talking about july 2000 so hey, right nice. on. yeah so nice. i got it that christmas nice so yeah that's um man to be a kid again right like i yeah. i couldn't possibly i would have to take off work to even come remotely yeah. close and i don't I think have, i could actually do it i'd have to take off work get a divorce yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, for me time is a problem but Oh, I could definitely do that. You think so? Oh, absolutely. The amount of time I've spent playing like all uh, consecutive Overwatch, uh, like when I had a full Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was it wasn't six months ago that like I, I probably spent every waking hour. Yeah, there was one day I think it was I was at my girlfriend's place, and she had something going on all day, so she just let me have her apartment, <laughs> and she has a way better sound system than I do. So I was like, all right, here we go. And then I got back. Like I mean, she was gone all day. She left when I was playing. She came back, and she was just like, "What are you, are you doing?" Still playing? <laughs> and then, and then I kept Don't playing. Don't look at me. I yeah. kept playing, and then she went to bed, and I kept playing. Oh <laughs> man, that was a fun day. I mean, I've, yeah, I've done some some longer stretches recently, which for me is like four hours, six hours, something like that. But it's you know, it's pretty rare. Man, when I like something, I like it a lot, oh. and I have. No problem continuing just until until something in my life stops me. Uh, uh, okay, so question for next week is um, what video game world would you not want to be an NPC in? Which... So we, thinking about this because in Spider-Man, um, boy, it, I was not exaggerating when there are like 18 people mugging one person. On, like, every other city block. <laughs> where it's like, man, this is rough. Where did we get to the place where there's so much crime and it's all mugging? <laughs> right. <laughs> Why are people carrying such was... valuable stuff? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, there's some there's some worlds where it's like, you know, this wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. Like, even in Skyrim, you're like, yo, if the dragon shows up, okay. But, yeah. like, 
probably, I mean, you thought they were fake until one shows up and it's a pretty big deal. But I clearly also have just, people here to protect me from the dragons. Right. Look at this crazy dude. As long as he's not quick saving, then I'm not worried. <laughs> so I'm thinking that uh, I, you know, as, as cool as it would be to be in the GTA world, I don't think I would want to live in the GTA world. Like, you yeah, would maybe only want to be the main character. Yeah, well, that that's very true. But I mean, I guess you know he, they're gonna do a lot of shit. But uh, I just feel like it would be constant like death and chaos all around me. You because know? every when they made Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, you have the three characters, which is unique. That's the first time they ever allowed you right. to play multiple people. And when you uh, switch to somebody new, you can see what they were doing. And so, of course, like Trevor always has the most ridiculous things where you're like, oh, my God. Like, it goes down and he's throwing someone over the edge of a bridge. Yeah. And you're like, dude, Trevor, you're crazy. <laughs> and they did that uh, on purpose because, like, the um, each, each of those characters represents uh, three different ways that people play those games. You've got the people who just want to make money and get powerful and get g- cool stuff, you know, maybe cool guns or whatever. Uh, you've got, so that's Michael. You've got Franklin who just wants dope-ass cars, you know, and everything goes into just driving. And then you've got Trevor who is just pure <laughs> chaos. And that's what <laughs> yeah. most players are, where right. it's just absolute mayhem. If, if like, when you're playing through the campaign, when Trevor's around, things are, like, you cannot relax because you <laughs> never know how terribly and quickly things are going to spiral out of control. So in my mind, this question, um, the reason I say GTA is partly because every single video that's out there online of people doing crazy stuff in GTA online is in this world, right? In the same mm-hmm. city. So like I've got people every day just like land in Lear jets on top of buildings. <laughs> and like I step out of the house and like a car flies <laughs> off the road and like crams, like T-bones me straight into my house. I'm just trying to use the ATM here. Yeah. Like – there's heists, like 20 heists going down in the city at the same time, all the time. Dude, why even open a bank? Yeah. Just, <laughs> or a jewelry store. Or just don't own anything valuable. Right. If you have a nice car, it's going to get stolen. All right? If you, the, if you have a lot of money, you're going to get robbed. The only way to survive is to just be dirt poor and live in a hole. So um, so give us your answers uh, via social media. Uh, you can reach us at the gg-kc.com website. GGKC Facebook page, our Twitter, or on the uh, Heroes Podcast Network Facebook page. Um, of course, you can also follow Heroes Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch. There are a lot of options to reach out to us. Uh, please don't hesitate. Uh, we thank you for listening to this episode. And if there's anything you would like to hear or a question that you'd like us to answer or ask, uh, yeah, just let us know. We'd love to hear it. Absolutely. And uh, have fun gaming. See Thanks, you later. Guys. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.